Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, guys? I guess the show just started on its own, but uh, welcome into the wolverine.com recruiting live show. Uh, excited to answer y'all's questions tonight. We are without a producer, so apologies if I can't pull up profiles or things of that nature or huddle films uh we are without our producer hutch we will be getting a new producer shortly uh, um i don't know what's going on uh looks like i have some technical difficulties of my own but anyway uh glad you guys have joined tonight it looks like we already have a ton of questions in the chat so before we start off I want to bring you a word from one of our sponsors, vitaminenergy.com. Vitamin energy is a powerful, naturally caffeinated energy shot that nourishes your body with vitamins, supports healthy weight loss, and boosts energy for seven plus hours with no jitters or sugar crash. Uh, Vitamin energy is naturally caffeinated, gluten-free, has zero sugars and artificial flavors. There's something for everyone. Uh, It supports gut health. Energy with benefits. I use vitamin energy when I travel. Obviously, have to 
keep uh, keep active and uh, not fall asleep. Uh, so I, I stay with Vitamin Energy all the time. Make sure to go over to vitaminenergy.com and use Wolverine Bogo. You buy one, you get one free with code Wolverine Bogo at vitaminenergy.com. All right, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and get into y'all's questions. Hopefully, the uh, can you guys do me a favor? Can you type in the comment box if the show is working correctly? If you can hear the audio and everything is running smoothly, uh, hopefully it is. Please let me know in the comment section. I, this is the first time I've had to run this show. Uh, so let's go ahead and go to our first uh, question from Indigo Ronin. And he says, how do you feel about U of M's chances with Kellen Lindstrom? And why does it seem like DL recruiting is lacking and a weak point? Um, yeah, that's it's definitely interesting. So if you were to point out a position group, maybe isn't struggling, I would say, but that it doesn't have as many high profile visitors from week to week or names really trending Michigan's way. It's defensive line uh, and, and specifically the defensive line, not not the edge rushers. There are plenty of pass rushers on the board. Not exactly sure why that is. Obviously, Mike Elston is a great developer of talent. He does a great job of identifying recruits early. Um, I think maybe uh, this cycle is just not as strong. Obviously, you do have Justin Scott high up there, but uh, right now Michigan's not gaining a lot of traction with him and outside of Justin Scott, there aren't a lot of big name, you know, pure three techs or, or nose types out there. You know, Michigan did get Heaven Schuler Brown on campus in January, but he appears to be trending elsewhere. So I'm really interested to see uh, how defensive line recruiting shakes out. I'm not exactly sure why. I definitely don't want to discredit Elston. He has a terrific track record. So it is one of the more intriguing storylines. As far as Kellen Lindstrom, he's one that we haven't talked a lot about um, and, and one I need to familiarize myself with a little more. I know he recently visited and did have a good visit. Michigan is strong in the mix with him. Um, and, and keep in mind that Michigan does have a commitment from Ted Hammond. While it's not a splash land, Ted Hammond's a really, really interesting prospect. He is a uh, rec 12, 12 records, I believe, 12 or 13 records uh, when it comes to swimming. So he's an elite swimmer. He's always played basketball. He's always played baseball. A big multi-sport guy. Obviously, Jim Harbaugh likes those types of kids that are always competing. I think his swimming background is really interesting. He has the frame to add a lot of good weight. So I think Ted Hammond could be a hidden gem. But, uh, yeah, I think – if you were to pick out a position group that's lacking a little bit, it, it might be defensive line. So we'll see how it uh, plays out. looks like uh, everybody says I sound good. So thank you guys for letting me know that. Uh, like I said, we are without a producer. We should be getting a new producer soon. So I'm having to act as a producer, which I've never done. <laughs> so let's go ahead and go down to... Uh, Victor Rodriguez, and he says, seems like it has been pretty quiet with the guys from Illinois outside of Omarion Stewart. Any word on guys like Justin Scott, Marquise Lightfoot, Marcus Easley, uh, Alex Alexander? Um, look, um, I think they have a, a good shot here with Easley. I think they are rising up his list after 
hosting him for uh, for a visit a couple weeks ago. Now, um, I don't think that um, man, this thing is just really being glitchy. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I I don't think that a lot of people realized easily visited because he didn't come during the big visit weekends. He did make a midweek visit. He told me Michigan has really moved up in his mind. Now, there are a lot of SEC schools involved there. Alabama is one that he really likes. Tennessee is another one that he really likes, but he does have the Michigan connection connection with Jair Hill. I think that helps a lot. Uh, when I talked to him after his visit, he told me, you know, it's easy to like Michigan if you're an offensive lineman. Obviously, back-to-back Joe Moore Awards development, Sharon Moore is really easy to connect with. So I think Michigan's quietly a, a nice player for Marcus easily. I think they'll get him on campus for a summer uh, official visit. And then Austin Alexander uh, on 300 defensive back made a visit to Michigan over the weekend. Things went really well. I think Michigan might quietly have the lead there. Um, now I'm not saying a decision is coming, but I think Michigan might have the advantage in that recruitment right now. It looks like uh the Wolverines are battling Iowa in that one. I'm interested to see how that corner board shakes out. I mean, obviously you have the big two in Bryce West and Aaron Scott, but after that you have guys like Austin Alexander and uh, Nigel Maynard who both came in this weekend. So interested to see how much Clank pushes for them. You know, Marquis Lightfoot is a guy that's been to campus many times. We've had plenty of content on him, uh, but there are just a lot of guys on the edge board right now. I mean, you had the number one overall player in the country in Dylan Stewart. You had Darian Mayo, a top 100 prospect on campus as well. So I think they're still sorting out the edge board and seeing where things stand with Lightfoot. But I know his um, his stock has really taken off. Uh, he got a huge bump in the rankings. I believe he just got an offer from Georgia not too long ago. So Michigan may turn up the heat there for sure. And, and it's important to note that Lightfoot is a good friend of Amarion Stewart. If Michigan gets Amarion Stewart on board, then that could help with Lightfoot. Um, and, and keep in mind, again, that Marion Stewart is coming to Michigan this weekend for another unofficial visit. Still really like where the Wolverines stand with him. And then, like I mentioned with Justin Scott, it just doesn't seem like Michigan, Michigan has gained a lot of traction there as of late. I still think Michigan is in the mix, um, but that recruitment uh, has just faded a little bit, I, I would say. You know, if we're doing like a trend up, trend down story, Justin Scott's probably on the uh, trend down story, but maybe Mike Elston can turn it around. Let's go ahead and go down to Justin Schust. And he says, rumor is there is a silent commitment from the weekend and it's not Big Ben. So any idea there, I can confirm that there was another silent commitment, but I guess that's all I'll say. Uh, let's go ahead and go down to Justin Schuess, who asked another question. And he says, what about Darian Mayo? Darian Mayo is at the top of the board, man. He had a great visit. I actually was able to get him on the phone while he was waiting around at the Detroit airport uh, for his uh, for his flight back to the DMV. And he had nothing but positive things to say. He loves Michigan's edge development, the way they use the edges in the system. He has great relationships with Dylan Ronnie, uh, Mike Elston. Ron Bellamy is a recruiter. So I think Michigan is trending in a, in a great direction for Gary and Mayo. I think the opportunity is there for the Wolverines to potentially 
move into the pole position. He does like a lot of other big time programs like Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, but Michigan right up there after the visit. Obviously, Chris Jenkins was really involved, a, a fellow uh, good counsel guy. He, uh, you know, made his pitch for Michigan and Mayo is a teammate of Aaron Childs, who is trending towards Michigan. And if the Wolverines close with Childs, that will definitely help out with Mayo as well. Let's go ahead and go down to Jackson Health. And he says, what recruit would you guess to commit next? Um, I mean, there, there are definitely some candidates out there. Um, obviously, you have guys. I mean, guys that I have predictions in for would be Brian Robinson on 300 Edge out of Ohio. Obviously, Jaden Davis, uh, the Brady Prescorm. But I don't, I don't know if Brady's really trying to decide whom. Um, I have one in for Blake Frazier, but I think, you know, Blake's trying to release a, a top schools list here soon. Maybe he becomes like Jordan Marshall and just decides to shut it down. But uh, I do have a prediction in uh, for Blake Frazier as well. Those are some guys that I can think of off the top of my head. You know, if Michigan does make a, a push for an, a guy like Austin Alexander, I can see him, you know, jumping on board as well but i'm sure there's some other you know names that uh that aren't really coming to mind right off the bat but i mean michigan's in the mix with a lot of or not in the mix they're in a great spot for a lot of guys especially coming out of this visit weekend so uh, we'll see how things kind of play out definitely not gonna give away any names but like i said in the previous question i do know there was uh at least one other silent coming out of the uh the weekend um, let's go down to buzz buzzer. And before we read his question, just want to remind you guys to subscribe to the Wolverine.com today for just $29.99 until August 31st of this year. That gets you premium inside recruiting information, team information, basketball, basketball, recruiting, NIL transfer portal, and so much more for just $29.99. Join more than 8,000 members over on our Fort message board interact uh, and have some fun and come over and join the Wolverine.com today. Also, I am answering as many questions as possible today. We have 30 minutes to um, get this done, but if you do want to skip ahead in the line, we do have a ton of questions. Make sure to hit that donate button with a super chat. We really appreciate all the super chats we got yesterday. Uh, That money goes directly to our travel budget and helps us get around the country to actually see guys live and bring you uh, direct information and evaluations and all that good stuff. All right, let's go to Buzz Buzzer. He says, love the news. Do we expect as much attrition as last year? Or would you chalk up the decommits to unique circumstances of last year? Last year was a really weird year, both in, you know, Michigan's approach, just how, you know, long things uh, dragged out, I guess, with Jim Harbaugh. You had, you know, the real rise of NIL as well. Uh, You had a lot of staff movement. So um, I think last year was just a really strange year. I don't think there will be as many decommits. Plus, the thing that, you know, should really catch your attention if you're a Michigan fan is just seeing all the social media interactions. Even some guys that aren't committed, it's kind of like they're already recruiting each other. Like, you know, Blake Frazier is very active with promoting Michigan or even like a guy you wouldn't expect, like Michael Uini's out there tweeting out the M's. Um, so Max Anderson has grown uh, really fond of Michigan. You can see him tweet a lot of pro Michigan stuff. So even guys that aren't committed are just 
really making relationships with other guys that are either committed or are top targets. Like Blake Frazier told me he had lunch with Jaden Davis on Saturday and then he had dinner with the guys that he was in that uh, famous photo with, with uh, pre-scorn Marshall and, and Davis. So um, yeah, these guys are really kind of coming together, which is a lot different than the last two cycles. I don't think you've really seen guys bond this early um, since JJ's class. I think that one was the one where guys were just becoming friends left and right. And you didn't really feel that in 2022. I mean, I, I remember Will te- Will Johnson texting me just like frustrated because he was just trying so hard to get guys uh, to, to commit with him in, at Michigan. And, you know, it just didn't seem like guys were really clicking. Last cycle was kind of a bit of a mess. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's really cool to see all these guys interacting, becoming friends. They're already in group chats together. Like Blake told me, or, or actually Max told me first, but Blake kind of confirmed it yesterday. Like Blake, Max um daniel cruz michael uini are all in a group chat together all four offensive linemen are really interested in michigan um out of the state of texas so um yeah i think things like that are are really cool and then guys that are already committed are very active in recruiting you saw jacob odin on the visit yesterday with jeremiah beasley and bryce underwood um you have chris ewald coming in to recruit in 2025 but he's helping out with some 24 targets like zaquan patterson same goes for mantras walker another 25 commit uh that was on campus uh this past week and helping recruit some of the 24s obviously you have luke hamilton who's been an active recruiter ben roebuck now that he's publicly committed will be very active so it's it's really cool seeing all these guys recruit each other let's go ahead and go down to KS and he says, any updates with Gatlin Bear and Justin Scott? And do you think that Brian Robinson commits anytime soon? So we talked about Justin Scott plenty already. Um, Gatlin Bear uh, continues to say he wants to visit Michigan. We'll see if that ends up happening. Remember, he is a mission kid in the same mold of Andrew Gentry, which means he would have to take his mission. Uh, well, I guess you can opt out. But um, or not opt out, but you can wait to take your mission. Um, But it seems like Bear is planning to take it uh, right after high school. So that means he would miss two years and technically be a 2026 recruit. So, uh, you know, he's still a top target. We're just kind of waiting to see if he actually makes it to campus and then we'll know more about where exactly the Wolverines stand in that recruitment. And that is Gatlin Bear on 300 receiver out of Idaho. Uh, as far as Brian Robinson's timeline, I don't think Brian has ever said, you know, I'm committing on this day or I'm planning to commit around this time. He's been uh, very, very low key with actually presenting a timeline, but Michigan is pushing hard for him. And uh, it wouldn't be surprising me if he jumps on board, especially, you know, with the Ohio movement, seeing guys like Luke Hamilton and, and Ben Roebuck jump on board and, uh, you know, I think those two guys are, are actively recruiting him and now seeing Jordan Marshall join the fold as well. I think that only helps with Brian. It looks like we have a $5 super chat and that comes from Jason Moose. And he says, Michigan is on fire in recruiting. Getting Marshall was huge for Michigan. From what I've heard, the Davis visit went really well and he clicked with Campbell. So shout out to Jason Moose. Um, doesn't appear that he has a question, but we really appreciate your super chat. I guess I can confirm that Campbell clicked really well 
with Jaden Davis. Um, look, I mean, Matt Wise really struggled to connect personally with everybody, and uh, he was the worst recruiter on staff. I know that's harsh, but, you know, it is factual. I think Campbell, despite not having a true um, recruiting background, he wasn't really that involved in recruiting even when he was an on-field coach at Old Dominion, and he uh, was hardly involved in recruiting when he was an off-the-field staffer at both Penn State and Michigan. But just being a personable guy, I think, goes a long way when it comes to recruiting, and I, I think it really helped out with Jaden Davis this past weekend. All right, let's go back and get to the questions we were at. Let's go down to KS, and he says, when does Eno Etta join the team? So Eno Etta should be on campus um, sometime in early June, I believe. So he is a regular enrollee. Um, let's see. ButterXO says, we got to commit Monday. We got to commit yesterday. We got to commit today, EJ. Are we going to get a commit tomorrow? Um. I don't know about tomorrow, but I, I would say I, I wouldn't rule out tomorrow is what I'll say. But I uh, I do think that uh, they get another one soon. Let's go ahead and go down to uh, Darren Graham. He says, what do you think Ryan Day's go to comfort food is for whenever Michigan picks up another one of his recruits? My bet is a tub of Hodgin dots. Well, that would be a quality selection. I had some Ajandas last night. So, um, yeah, I, I think that would be great. I don't know. I, Ryan Day kind of seems like like a Twizzlers kind of guy. Like he's always kind of, you know, red in the face. And you know, Twiz Twizzlers aren't very good. I, I think he just downs a bunch of packs of Twizzlers. Let's go ahead and go down to Nuber. And he says, do you think getting more Ohio – helps with Bryce West and Aaron Scott. Um, yes, I do think it helps with Bryce West and Aaron Scott. And Aaron Scott took notice of the Jordan Marshall commitment yesterday. And for those that don't follow recruiting day-to-day, -day, Bryce West and Aaron Scott are two top 100 cornerbacks out of Ohio. They are at the very top of Michigan's board. Um, but yeah, I think seeing that Ohio movement, not just guys jumping on board, uh, but just seeing how much Michigan is really investing resources in recruiting their home state is making an impact uh, on top of the fact that Steve Klingscale has developed great relationships with Bryce West, his family, Aaron Scott, his family, and the people around them, coaches, trainers, things of that nature. Klingscale deserves a ton of credit for helping Michigan really create uh, a lot of momentum in Ohio. Um, Rambrose Klink last year that really started to hit the invested in rebuilding bridges, took some project takes um, last cycle, but I think that opened the door for better takes this cycle. And uh, I think Bryce West and Aaron Scott are definitely noticing it. I think beating out Ohio State for both will be tough, but it is possible. And you saw that yesterday with Jordan Marshall. Let's go ahead and see. Um, let's go ahead and go down to Malachi. And he says, did you see Sam Webb and Alan True roasting you i did i did get the uh text with the audio i don't listen to fm radio uh, but uh yeah i did see it i mean i'm not really going to comment on it too much first of all i never said michigan was not getting jordan marshall i even said michigan leads for jordan marshall literally hours before he committed um and in terms of mike hart look man i don't have any personal issue with mike hart um i think that 
Mike Hart did struggle early on uh, during his tenure at Michigan when it came to recruiting. And I think something switched when, you know, it came January or winter time. He really changed his approach and I commended him for that. I've been writing nothing but positive things about Mike Hart for like the last two months uh, because he did change his approach. I mean, he hit the recruiting trail extremely hard. He um, got on these top backs early on, stayed on them, didn't settle for three star guys early on. Um, He was really active in just hitting the road. He visited so many high schools in January, made it down to the state of Texas in Houston, East Texas, Dallas, just like all over the place. And it was just so great to see from Mike Hart. And uh, like I said, if you've been following my coverage at the Wolverine, you know, I changed my tune about Mike Hart in January. And that's exactly what I wanted to see from Hart. Like I said, it was never anything personal, man. Like I just wanted to see Mike Hart be Mike Hart. He's a Michigan legend. He should take pride uh, in being that right and use it on the recruiting trail to his advantage. And I think he has, and obviously uh, that resonated well with, uh, with Jordan Marshall. And I think Hart now really putting in as much effort as he has on the recruiting trail. Um, he has a chance to be a true elite recruiter nationally. He's already one of the best running back coaches in the country. And again, this is all I wanted to see, man. This I was writing it because I wanted to see it come into fruition, and I'm glad it has. And now he also has a chance to land another top 100 running back in Taylor Tatum. I mean, Michigan is a destination school for top-level running backs, and Mike Hart's getting the job done now, and I'm super happy. It's like I said on yesterday's show, there was nobody happier than me uh, for Mike Hart. I, I don't like writing negative things about Mike Hart, especially – He's a Michigan legend since he's been there and he's done it. So keeping uh, him really, really excel on the recruiting trail brings me joy. I wrote this in my story too. I will gladly eat a big bowl of crow, whatever you want me to. I'm just happy Mike Hart's recruiting at an elite level. He deserves it. Michigan fans deserve it. The University of Michigan deserves it. So I'm excited about Mike Hart. I think Sam Webb was just trying to start drama. Um, I don't know. I guess somebody needs to call. Willie Wonka to get his Oompa Loompa back in the factory. But let's go ahead and go down to 999 Super Chat, Nick. And he says, would you be surprised if Jaden Davis didn't commit this month? Also, what is the best pizza you've ever had and where? Nothing beats out a good pie. Um, Would I be surprised if Jaden Davis commits this month? Doesn't commit this month. No, based on the nature of that recruitment, but also, you know, it is March 22nd. I said, give it until April 15th because um, that's the start of the spring evaluation period, right? So that means that Kirk Campbell can go out and recruit other quarterbacks, see them throw in person and potentially expand the board. But um, as far as, you know, Jaden Davis taking it to, April 2nd, April 3rd, April 4th. I think that that's fine. If you don't see a commitment by April 15th, then I'll be really interested to see what Kirk Campbell does from there once he is allowed to go out on the road. Um, So, yeah, I'm just kind of monitoring it. Uh, I wouldn't panic if we get to April 2nd, April 3rd, April 4th, April 5th. I'll give it all the way to the 15th. As far as what's the best pizza I've ever had, Probably Prince Street Pizza in Manhattan. 
uh, definitely have to New York style. Actually, I think it's kind of similar to Detroit style. I guess they call it Sicilian style. Um, but it's really, really good. Prince Pizza is probably the best I've had. And then in Chicago style, definitely Pequod's. Let's go ahead and go down to um, and appreciate Nick for that big super chat. Sorry, guys, lost my place. Like I said, I am having to produce the show because we are without a producer tonight. Let's go ahead and go down to Kevin Reinbrandt. If Robinson commits, how much will he recruit his classmates? Will he be active as in all over it like Luke and Odin? Or will he approach recruiting classmates differently? Um, no, I think Robinson will be super active. Uh, Brian is all over social media. He's developed great relationships with guys like uh, with Luke and, and Ben Roebuck as well. So I think Brian is uh, Brian's also a guy that's just kind of been all over the camp circuit, too. Like he knows guys nationally. Um, he's made several visits to Michigan, so he's met a lot of targets as well. He's actually really good friends with Michigan commit Mason Curtis, who sometimes goes, you know, forgotten a bit. But Mason Curtis has been actively recruiting guys as well. I think him and Brian would really, really help on the defensive side of the ball, whereas obviously Luke and Ben are doing a lot of work on the offensive side of the ball. Brian also met Jaden Davis on one of his visits. I think he would help out there. So, yeah, I think uh, Brian would be very active in the class for sure. Let's go ahead and go down to um, AS. And he says, do you think they now go all out for Taylor Tatum since Marshall is already in the fold? Or do you think they go after lower rated guys? Um, no, I mean, they're going to continue to recruit Taylor Tatum. And uh, I wrote that story today. I mean, Taylor Tatum sent me a message saying that he wasn't worried about, you know, Jordan Marshall's commitment. Michigan was going to continue to recruit him. So, yeah, I think uh, Taylor Tatum is still a viable option. But with Tatum waiting, I don't think you want to left, get left behind with no other backs. So I think Mike Hart will continue to recruit others. Uh, like Harry Stewart, who was on campus this past week, Darion Dupree, who was on campus over the weekend as well. So there are some really interesting number two backs out there, but the prize remains Taylor Tatum. And, and I shouldn't phrase it that way because Jordan Marshall is a prize as well. Uh, but now, excluding Jordan Marshall, Taylor Tatum is still the prize on the running back board of guys available. And that would be such a dynamic one-two punch. I think Taylor Tatum has an argument as the best running back in the country. I also have Jordan Marshall graded as the top you know, 50 to 75 player as well. So both elite level guys that would complement each other well. And it seems like Taylor Tatum's all about you know competition and having another guy in the class. If Jordan Marshall is good with it, why not? All right, let's go ahead and go down to, um, was that the last question? That might be the last question, guys. Um, if you have another question, looks like we still have a minute remaining, but if you have another question, hop in with another question. If not, let me throw in a few quick promos. If you're not a subscriber to the Wolverine.com, make sure to subscribe today. Just $29.99 until August 31st gets you premium insider recruiting information, team information, basketball, basketball recruiting, NIL transfer portal, and so much more. Uh, subscribe over at the Wolverine.com today for just $29.99. And uh, like I said earlier, buy one, get one free using the promo code Wolverine BOGO over at Vitamin Energy. It's a new energy company with all types of great uh, products. Make sure to head over to vitaminenergy.com today. 
All right, guys, it looks like that is uh, pretty much it. No, let's go ahead and uh, go down to a couple more uh, since we now have 45 seconds. Jackson Hell says, what's the point of a silent commit? Um, just to kind of lock in your spot a little bit as you prepare to make a video or set an announcement date or things of that nature. So, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't come into fruition as other schools come into play. Um, let's go to, let's do rapid fire here. Venice 902 times 91 says, name is any defensive tackles you can speak on. So Drew knows it. And like I said earlier, they're still trying with Justin Scott. A name I'll tell you to really keep an eye on is Jericho Johnson out of California. He's one that we haven't talked a lot about, uh, but definitely keep an eye on him. Do you think we will get Bryce West? Uh, if I had to pick today, I would pick Ohio State. Let's go ahead and go down to Kevin Reinbrandt, and he says, Chris Jones is still an option. Can we get him, Childs and Beasley? Um I think Chris Jones is further on the board now that Partridge is there. Um, but I think Childs and Beasley are definitely possible. Is this Natty or Bust this year? Yes. And uh, what was our national rank this time last year? Um, I am not quite sure. I think it was like in the I think it was like in the low teens or, or in the high twenties. And uh, Butter XO with the last question, and he says, where are we in the Jordan ship recruitment? Still really high. Um, you know, he made a visit here recently. I think it's Michigan, North Carolina, North Carolina State, and some others. All right, we'll do a couple more that are, that are filing in here late. Is Dylan Stewart going to commit to Michigan? Uh, not right now. Still some work to do, but I do think he comes back for an official. And Evan uh, Corson says, how does Michigan treat a situation of a lower-rated recruiter who is committed when they have – uh, other much higher rated com guys at the same uh, position. I mean, you just tell them you took them for a reason and that you believe in their skill set. And, uh, you know, those guys that commit early are usually really happy to be a part of the program. So that's pretty much it, guys. I appreciate you all for joining me. Like I said, uh, head over to the Wolverine.com and sign up today. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older in present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit KS Gambling Help 
Stop in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.